Hey everybody, what's up? It is Steve from Cinesports Talk, along with my buddy Kyle to the left there. What's going on? Timmy T right down there. Um, you know, we shoot the shit here every now and then. We've done, uh, this is the fifth shooting the shit episode that we've done. Um, and this one, we're kind of going to dedicate, you know, things happen uh, here, and, here and then again. Um, as far as conversation goes, we, we can be here and we can be there. But the majority of this one is going to be uh, talking about how our March Madness, which has turned into April Madness, uh, competition um, for actors and actresses has now dwindled down to the Sweet 16, baby. Yeah. So, I don't know, Kyle, uh, when, when I, after I'm done sharing, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go through the, the Sweet 16 matchups. But do you guys want to start talking about maybe um, what happened in the round of 32 that got us to the Sweet 16? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm is- sure there's one in particular that got you really, really happy, really excited. <laughs> I so- mean, I got my two that I'm really pushing for. Um, obviously, you know, you got to campaign a little bit. But at the same time, um, there's a lot of good matchups for this round of 32. We talked about them last week, and a lot of them panned out the way we thought they were going to. And a lot of them were a lot closer than I thought they were going to be. We had a couple that we'll get to that were really surprising. But for the most part, a lot of those Cinderella's are now gone and out of the tournament. We only have one double-digit seeds or two double-digit seeds still in the tournament. So uh, it's not like how you typically see in your March Madness, but I think the seedings are starting to pan out that I did mostly accurate. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, th- there's only one one uh, seed outside of the top ten uh, that is still still with us. But what what would you say is the most surprising outcome from uh, the round of 32? Was it was it, um, it, it? It's probably the 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 two double digit seeds. Um, but I would also say, um. and I well, I wouldn't say that it was a surprise. You know, based on some of this other research that I did. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, knocking out Robert De Niro um, was a surprise to some, but it, you know we, we know now you know it's a popularity contest. And I was on, I regularly visit this uh, site called um, Ranker, and so Ranker is, you know they do they do um, a list. So let's say they do the top two hundred actors act and actresses, mm-hmm. and they throw a bunch of names up there, and everybody goes vote. You know, so like number one might be Tom Hanks, <clears throat> uh, and he might have fifty-five thousand votes to the positive, thumbs up, and he also might have twenty thousand thumbs down. Which is, you know, Kyle can go on there and say that Tom Hanks doesn't deserve to be number one; he should be marked down a bit. So he would, you know, do the thumbs down. So in this particular ranker uh, column, it was the top uh, actors. Mm-hmm. And Robert Downey Jr. was number fourteen overall. Okay. <laughs> and Robert De Niro was one hundred and thirteenth. I mean, the people didn't like the Irishman. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too long. I told him. I told Marty as he was making the movie. He told Marty. <laughs> yeah, three and a half hours is way too long, man. He didn't want to listen. Now he's got no Should- Oscars. Should we flash up Marty's phone number on the screen so everybody could <laughs> let him know he how they felt me. about it? <laughs> no, but uh, so uh, Tim, I, I, you were you. Who did you vote for on that one? De Niro. Niro. I have nothing against Downey, but I mean, you just take the pocket of work, and it should have spoke for itself. So that that, that one upset me a little bit. It's I the Iron Man. I I love Downey, I really do, but I mean, I I don't think there was really any comparison. Yeah, yeah, same, same here. Um, all right, so it was uh, Downey's birthday just yesterday? So maybe people are giving. Is that what happened? Present. I think so. Fifty-five. We gifted it. Listen, <laughs> De Niro. You know, we got to get De Niro on here. We'll and have him. him talk through this. We'll find him. Yeah, I mean, they got nothing better to do right now, anyway, right? Get him on. They're the doing show. the same. They're doing the same things as us. They're, you know, uh, you know, Kevin Durant is playing two K in a in Only a tournament. Money. Te- televise, <laughs> televise on on ESPN right now. That that's our sports entertainment right now. Um, Durant hasn't well, done anything in three years. I mean, come on, this guy uh, overrated. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. 
<laughs> I forgot Kyle's not a big Durant fan. No, you know, I, I can't stand these celebrities bitching that they have to stay home in their giant mansions with their pools <laughs> and their slides and their basketball courts in their house. It's like, it's like shut up. Give me a break. <laughs> yes. let, me you, let me show you my apartment real quick. Let me know who has it worse. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So let's get to the round of uh, the, well, the Sweet 16 now. Because uh, now it's really, you know, boiling down to the nitty gritty, as they say. And uh, some of the matchups here are going to be tougher. I mean, we're still going to see our blowouts because, yeah. listen, if you know, in a popularity contest, you know, guys who have done things or, or ladies who have done things that are um, relevant of the last four years, you know, they could beat out guys who were relevant 20 years ago but have a, 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 a bigger resume. Um, so let's, let's get started on the ladies side, ladies first this time. Um, so in our first, well, actually you want to tell everybody how the polls are going to pop up this this week, this week, I'm still undecided on the end of the week, but this week for sure, sweet 16 is going to begin Monday and we're going to do four matchups on Monday and then four matchups on Tuesday and that will complete the sweet 16. And then on Wednesday, we'll get right into it with the Elite Eight. We'll do two matchups on Wednesday, two matchups on Thursday, and then we'll have the Final Four ready. And I haven't decided if I want to push the Final Four to the week after or maybe do it over the weekend yet. I don't know what you guys think about that. Um, if you guys want to do a show to recap it, but it won't be too many matchups to talk about at that point. I don't know. There's a lot to think about, but I'm definitely doing Sweet 16 Elite Eight this week. Yeah, we can recap during the week, and then uh, we can we – can, uh... You can post another poll to see if um, the fans, the CST Army, would like to do it over the weekend or head into next week. I mean, at this point, we got to stretch things out because we got to give everybody something to do. <laughs> so, so if it's like, you know, voting next week or exactly. over the weekend, stretch it out, stretch it out. All right. So, number one, the first uh, matchup is going to be the number one seed, um, the last number one seed in the, in the, on the women's side, right? Yes. Uh, so yes. it's Meryl Streep against Natalie Portman, who knocked out Brie Larson uh, last week. Timmy's happy. Uh, Judy Dench got knocked out by Meryl Streep. I think we all saw that coming. Uh, so Meryl Streep and Natalie Portman, Kyle. What's the over? We start doing over unders, maybe accepting some bets in here, you know. And what's going to be the biggest gap of victory? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to me, this is where. This is where the Meryl Streep hate, I think, comes into play. I think there's a group of people out there who really don't like Meryl Streep, but have been okay with her beating Tilda Swinton and Judy Dench to this point. But now they're going up, she's going up against Natalie Portman, who I was surprised to see take out Brie Larson, honestly, because Brie Larson is definitely the more relevant person right now. And Natalie Portman, I mean, what was the last big thing she really did? I mean, she walked out on stage at Comic Con to now she's going to be in the next Thor movie, but That's other excitement that, building. Yeah, she did that Jackie uh, Jackie Kennedy movie. She did Box Lux like two years ago. So she really hasn't been that relevant these past couple of years. So I could, I, I was surprised to see her beat Brie Larson. But now that she's going against Meryl Streep, it seems like she has a lot of momentum behind her. I could see an upset happening. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's a one versus four seed. And I don't, I, I think I've said on an episode of this in the past that Meryl Streep is, you know, some people are tired of seeing Meryl Streep. Um, it's it's constant. N- nothing against her. She's a, obviously she's a wonderful actress and 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 whatnot. I, I just think people are are tired of seeing uh, Meryl Streep at the awards and whatnot. She's Tom Brady. Yeah, she's Tom Brady. Very good. Somebody new, but you got to admit she's still the best out there, you know. And it sucks, but I, I like what you say. But don't forget, Natalie Portman's not only in Thor; she's going to be Thor. Yes, and that is a huge, huge, huge thing. So I can definitely see the upset also here. Yeah. But I mean, Meryl's Meryl. But like you said, she, people are probably going to vote for Natalie. Are we doing Kyle? You want to do votes here? Yeah, we could we could tell our votes. Um, it's it's gonna this this one's gonna be tough. Uh, I I really think. This uh, is sorry, I, I was I was expecting a uh, sarcastic comment back by you know, <laughs> what we vote here. It doesn't really always pan out. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, right. We had our issues last week. We'll get to that. That was the most exciting one last week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, when I'm voting, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Meryl Streep. 
I still think she's the best actress working today by a long shot. Um, but Natalie Portman's great. I, I definitely expect the upset here. I agree. 100% the same way. I'm, I'm voting for Meryl also, but wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see a, a change in the guard here, and I'm, I'm going to vote Natalie. Um, and I'm I'm really, I really think that this one might be determining who goes to the final four in that side of the bracket, because I'm sure we're going to move to the next matchup right here. I don't see I don't see a clear favorite in this side of the bracket. You mean overall or, or just that matchup? Just these these four. That we're oh, about, those four. Okay. That's the four matchups with the four uh, women that were, are going against each other on this this upper right side of the bracket. I don't see a clear favorite. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. All right. So the the next matchup is a uh, is a six seed versus a seven seed, and it is a Viola Dav- Davis who took out Jessica Chastain uh, la- last matchup. Uh, which which was a uh, it, it it was it was pretty close, right? Yeah, it was very close. Yeah. Um, and then. Kyle's favorite <laughs> matchup of them at all. Nah. Sandra Bullock <laughs> takes out Reese Witherspoon and dashes the hopes of Reese and, a, and her Cinderella tale comes to an end yeah. in the round of 32. <laughs> so the, the, these were fun. Um, Reese Witherspoon definitely had a big fan, big fan base behind her from her voting body because she was very good. <laughs> she took out Amy Adams, and then she uh, was very close against Sandra Bullock. But I guess Sandra Bullock is still America's sweetheart because she held on, and not surprisingly, she's in the Sweet 16, taking out uh, Saoirse Ronan in the first round and then Reese Witherspoon. So I mean, good for Sandra, but I'm glad we got our diversity going too with Viola Davis taking out, uh, taking out Jessica Chastain. I didn't see that one coming. I did. Um, I, I just I, I've seen reaction to to certain things in the group, uh, and I, I I just saw Viola Davis coming coming out ahead, and I uh, did she win by what two or three votes? Uh, yeah, it was like two or three. It was, votes. Somewhere around so, there. it was pretty close. Yeah. All right. So so let let's get to who we're gonna vote for here. We got Viola Davis and Sandra Bullock. Uh, for 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 me, it's the same type of situation as the first one first matchup i'm not a big sandra bullock fan i've never been a big sandra bullock fan i'm going viola davis here i don't know about this one yet it's gonna be a tough matchup this is this one is tough because i think one is clearly the better actress but the other one's more beloved um i think i'm gonna go to better actress than this one i'm gonna go viola davis I might, I might i might be a game time decision there we I go. No I, I, I think I think that's going to be the case for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah I have no idea yet. No one want to take on this one. I'll do my research. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's see what else we got here. All right. So that that concludes that that uh, upper right hand portion of our our matchup. So, uh, Kyle, how would you if we were re ranking these? You know, as a one through four in this quadrant. Okay. How would you go? So we got Meryl Streep, Natalie Portman, Viola Davis, and Sandra Bullock. Well, obviously Meryl holds on to the number one. And then if we're talking about relevancy and acting ability, I, I'd probably put Portman two, Bullock three, and Davis four as far as just popularity and relevancy comes. Uh, and so that would put Streep versus Davis and Portman versus Bullock. Um, I don't know. That's how that's how I'd rank it. Yeah, I, I think i go... Um, and this is, you know, based on popularity, based on, on, uh, resume acting abilities, I go Streep one, Viola Davis two, Portman three, Sandra Bullock four. If I can make Sandra Bullock. you were going Bullock four. (laughs) (laughs) If I can go Bullock seven on a one through four, I would do it. (laughs) I don't know if, if people know enough about Viola Davis. That's the only problem. I think that's the same reason like uh, Saoirse Ronan. Very, very good. But I don't think people have seen her in enough things yet. More popular things. She's more, you know, period pieces and period stuff. I think that's why she's Very serious. Movie. But Viola Davis, I don't know. I don't know. She, I think I don't know. I think she's a great actress. But I said she hasn't done enough to... Like I said, for the people who... I don't want to call them fair weather fans. I want to call them, you know, like you said, the people who are more about popularity. The casual fans. Than the acting. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, 
when you look at some of the things that get posted in in our group, I love the CST Army. But when you look at some of the things that get posted in our group, it is clearly popularity over you know over uh, quality of work. And we'll right. get to that. We'll get to that with some of these other ones. Oh, so for sure, people, especially people on the men's side. Yeah, people are still watching Endgame and crying at the air. That's how. That's how. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. The big bump there. All right. All right. Let's get to uh, the next uh, four on the women's side here. Uh, So we have Anne Hathaway, uh, who took out Jennifer Lawrence last week. uh, Eight seed versus 16 seed there. So expected. Uh, And then, so this this was a close battle here. This This was a great matchup right here. And this is one, this is the one I think that uh, Kyle, Kyle texts me. Very outraged that I <laughs> changed my vote. Uh, so Emily Blunt, uh, the five seed, took out uh, Charlize Theron uh, as a four seed uh, in in that one. So this week it's going to be Anne Hathaway against Emily Blunt. Um, so you want to talk about that matchup a little bit, Kyle? Yes. Well, with the Blunt and Theron one, it originally was a tie when I was about to call it. But at the last second, there was a vote switch. Oh, look at that special uh, guest. Hey. <laughs> Who do you vote for? <laughs> uh, by last second, there was a switch, and Blunt pulled out the upset over Charlize. And that's what yeah. gave her the win. Um, and so she moved on to play Anne Hathaway, who took out Lawrence. And Jennifer Lawrence, to me, I almost kind of forgot she was in the tournament at some first thing. She was very quiet, even though she was the 16 who beat the one in Blanchett. I guess a lot of people didn't really know who Kate Blanchett was, and that's what – Push Lawrence through. Anne Hathaway is the one person out of this entire bracket I'm surprised has made it this far. I thought people didn't like her at all. I do like her. I think she's a great actress, but I thought people weren't big fans of her. So when it comes to this matchup with Emily Blunt, I see this as a blowout for Emily Blunt in her direction. Yeah, no, I could, I could definitely see that. <clears throat> I, I think the, the Lawrence thing uh, over Blanchett is, again, a product of um, some of the different types of of moviegoers, uh, if you will, um, in in our group. Uh, so yeah, I, I saw Lawrence beating Blanchett. Uh, I did not. I, I I also thought that she had a chance against uh, Hathaway. I, I think um, I think that was a little bit of a, a semi surprise for me. Um, but the yeah. Emily Blunt thing that, that I mean that could have gone either way. And I think I'm with you. I think Blunt really uh, blows Hathaway away uh, this round. Uh, yeah. All right, and then uh, are you going to go for Blunt? I'm going for Blunt, yeah. Okay. Steve, yeah. Steve said Blunt last time. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has a vote for Charlize in there. And I'm, I'm untrustworthy he... now. I'm not I, trust, want... uh, I can't be trusted. <laughs> I want to talk, talk about Charlize, though, because she's a great actress. Yeah. And she had a lot of heat behind her going into this. Uh, she blew out Michelle Williams. And then for the longest time, she had the lead over Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt made the the big push at the end. It went, at the beginning, it was looking like Charlize was easily going to win this. Might need, it, we might need a recount and check the security tapes and see how that transpired. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle sees a tie and he's like sending out the, uh, the, the, the link for the, for the votes. <laughs> All your friends, please just one person vote. Let's go. I mean, Charlize was in Fast and the Furious eight and nine. So maybe that's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> like no, <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> Jeez, but I, I'm taking blunt. I don't know, and you guys are both taking blunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, for now, for now. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, uh, let's get to uh, the next uh, the next match up here. Um, it was it was Margot Robbie and Emma Stone and. I, I thought it would be a, a close matchup. And what, what was the final tally on that one? Um, uh, Margo won by six votes. Okay, so very pr- close. Pr- pretty close. Yeah. Uh, and I I thought that you know based on the, the matchup and popularity and people love Emma Stone, but Margot Robbie has has been uh, much more relevant recently. Uh, that it was going to be a, a back and forth matchup, and it you know boiled down to six votes there. So Margot Robbie advances there, uh, and then. Uh, is it Helen Moran in in the against Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson took her out. Yeah. Uh, so she advances. So she's the she is the uh, only double digit seed left in the women's side. Uh, so it's ScarJo versus uh, Margot Marrobe. 
Scarjo and Margo. No, I don't like the Margo thing. Ah. Because it's not easy. You're not playing on anything. What's her name? <laughs> Marrobe. Black Widow versus Harley Quinn. Oh. Exactly um, that's exactly how we, we got to market this thing. That, that's a Vince McMahon way to market it. This is your heavyweight <laughs> matchup on the woman's side, I think. It I, is. I, I admitted last week, uh, Scarlett Johansson, I grossly misseeded. She should be definitely way higher. If anything, she should be where Anne Hathaway is. And Anne Hathaway, or actually, she should be where Emily Blunt is. And I would move Anne Hathaway to the 10 seed if I had to redo it all. But this is how it came out. And now we're looking at a Margot Robbie versus Scarlett Johansson. This might be like your championship game for the women's side, I think. Um, I think these are two of your big favorites to win it all. So I'm surprised that this is how it shook out. She took out Helen Mirren pretty handily, too. It's more about do you like the Marvel side better or do you like the DC side better? Do you like Black Widow or do you like Harley Quinn? Do you like uh, what Margot did in Wolf of Wall Street once upon a time in Hollywood or what Scarlett did in Marriage Story and Jojo I, Rabbit? It's, I, it's Tanya, Jojo Rabbit on, on ScarJo's side, like you just said. Uh, but yeah, it, it is, it's. You know, it's it's Marvel versus DC, but it's also it's a lot of Marvel stuff and then some uh, smaller things mixed in for ScarJo and then Margot Robbie's full body work, which is Harley Quinn. But it's also the Itanias and, and everything else that you spoke about. Um, yeah. So th this is a, you know, uh, Margot's more well-rounded, uh, if you if you will, um, because she hasn't relied so heavily on the on the uh, superhero uh, flick. Um, so interested to see how, how you guys are going to vote on this game time, game time decision. Game time. This is going to be at 11 59 PM decision. Like if, the poll, if the poll ends at midnight, I saw 11 59. I'll be getting ready to push that button. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with this one yet. This is a good one. Kyle, what you got? So what Margo's my favorite. In this entire tournament, I think she she's my number one. I think just she's easily just the more, most versatile actress. That's we're not most versatile, but she's my favorite actress to watch right now. Uh, everything she does, she's the best in, and she always leaves an impression. And uh, with Scarlett Johansson, yeah, she's done work in the Avengers movies, and but like, what else was her standout thing besides that? She had her where she voiced, she was the phone, and. Uh, she just did this recently this past year. She had Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit, which she was excellent in. But now this is where she really started to make her push for this dramatic stuff. Margot's been doing it for a little while now, ever since Wolf of Wall Street. And then she goes to the Will Smith movie Focus, I, Tanya, like you mentioned, which is incredible. And then you even in like, Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, she's easily the best part of those movies. Yeah. Um, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Sharon Tate. And then Bombshell, she's great in as the made up character. So to me, Margot, I Margot's the easy choice for me, but I think this is going to be our closest matchup on the woman's side. I, I haven't seen bombshell. What's, what's some, what's made up character. What do you mean by made up character? So in bombshell, it's the story about how Fox news and the Roger Ailes basically harassed all these women in there. And Charlize plays Megan Kelly and Nicole Kidman plays, um, Gretchen Carlson, but Margot plays kind of a, a culmination, uh, a combination of a bunch of women who oh, okay. accused Roger Ailes of this. And instead okay. of throwing in all those women, she's kind of them all together in one. Yeah. Like Mark Wahlberg in Patriot's Day. That was a fake, completely yeah. fake character just yeah. for the movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. And then Mark right. Wahlberg, did, he make, did he make that tournament, Mark Wahlberg? No, right? No, Mark did not make the tournament. Thank God. No. <laughs> I definitely would have voted anyone again. I would have voted either one of you against Mark Wahlberg easily. <laughs> um, but I think this is this is such a going to be a tough matchup. I mean, look at who these women who've taken out. Margot has taken out Emma Thompson and Emma Stone. She took out the Emmas back to back. Man, and Scarlett takes out Frances McDormand and Helen Mirren. I mean, whoever wins this one, that's three big matchups or big big time actresses they've taken out in a row just to get to the lead eight. Yeah, two upsets from Scarlett Johansson. Uh, yep. You know, she took out seven. She's a ten seed, and like you said, you, you know, maybe this should have been shuffled around a bit. But it, hey, you play in, and this is what you get. So uh, I'm going Margot Robbie. I'm going nope, Margot. done. There it, it is. <laughs> I'm going All right, let, Steve, let's who catch. Are you, who are you taking? I'm going Margot. 
Margot? All right. Yeah, it, it, it is a rough one to, to choose, but you know when you look at everything, it's it's Margot time. I found you was uh, ridiculous. That was that was a ridiculous job. Her and Allison Jenny were like mind blowing. Yeah. So good, so good. Um, all right, let, let's get ca- caught up real quick on the on the chat here, the comments. Uh, Dan uh, is chiming in a bit here and brings a smile to Kyle's face. Says De Niro is ten times the actor uh, Downey is any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, I, uh, Meryl has this one. She's the greatest actress ever. Natalie Portman could not hold Meryl's jock strap. I, I don't know that Meryl is wearing a jock strap. Uh, Dan says, so what? She's Thor. Big deal. Uh, James Profeto says, keep crushing. Your content has been good during Rona. We appreciate that, uh, James. Um, Dan will go with Anne Hathaway. Uh, people are crazy. Next to Meryl, Kate Blanchett is the best actress living today. Uh, Charlize never should have lost to Emily Blunt. So now we know how he voted there, Kyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. What, what, what Dan needs to understand is you he could be voting by who's the better actress, which is completely fine. This is what a lot of people are doing. But also a lot of people, this is just who they like better as a person. It's not just about who's the better actress. It's who they like better. I put the matchups out there. I rank them based on their relevancy and their acting ability. And then I put the matchups out there, and it's just however you want to vote. It's your criteria. So you could think one actress is better than the other based on their acting ability, but people might like what they've done for the community better or the movies they've done better. So it's it's not just about the acting ability. Yeah, right, exactly. <clears throat> All right. Let's let's uh, let's do a little reseeding on on that that quadrant there. So you got Anne Hathaway, Emily Blunt, Margot Robbie, and Scarlett Johansson. Kyle, if you had to redo it as it stands right now, just these four, how would you do it? I'm sorry, I missed that part. You guys were you cut out for a sec. Oh, sorry. Uh, Dexter Panthier has joined us. You missed the first part. What are you discussing? We're we're talking about uh, what the Sweet 16 is looking like in our March now turned April April Madness. Um, all right, so Kyle, I was asking how if you had to go back and reseed this quadrant, so it's Anne Hathaway, Emily Blunt, Margot Robbie, and ScarJo, how would you do it? I would put Margot 1, Scarlet 2, Emily 3, Anne Hathaway 4. I am with you. I am with that all. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> great job kyle yeah. all right all right let's um let's I, move I, on over to the men's can i can i throw out a hot take real quick i of think of course the winner Wait, of it's what you're famous for yeah <laughs> the winner of margot robbie and scarlett johansson is going to the final all right Maybe all right all right all right okay yeah no I, I i could definitely i mean i can't argue with that definitely see that all right Let's move over to the uh, men's side of things, uh, where last week in the round of 32, uh, Thomas Hanks took <laughs> out uh, Alf- Alfred Pacino uh, in, in the in, in the fir- in the in the first matchup. Uh, I think that was a runaway, right, Kyle? Yeah, it wasn't very close. I mean, yeah, Pacino had his loud minority in there. Uh, kind of goes with Pacino's personality, but. Tom Hanks, there's really there was no stopping him against Al Pacino. Yeah, so Tom it's Hanks because he, he had coronavirus. And that, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, he's timing these things with this with this uh, ranking. You know, announced the coronavirus, then he uh, last week came back, triumphant return to the United States, thanking everybody. That's great. It's a great story. Tom Hanks better not lose. Um, <laughs> And then uh, the the next matchup was Christian Bale. He took out Woody Harrelson, beloved Woody Harrelson. Um, mm. But he took him out uh, pretty handily, also, right? So it was Har- it was closer, but it wasn't. It actually Woody Harrelson had a lead at the you know in the first hour and a half or so. Yeah, he had the early lead, and it's like when the fourteen seed gets that ten to two <laughs> run to start the game, and then the the four seed's like, no, nah, okay, let's put it into this. And yeah, they take off and they throw them out by the end. That's how it was. Um, and so I I, I want to say re- real quick before we get to the to the next matchups, uh, and, and we talk to them that um, 
for those of you who listen to uh, Bill Simmons you know, on the Ringer podcast uh, network, um, they kind of did the same kind of thing, but they did uh, TV characters. It's the actual character. So it's Jack Bauer and it's Michael Scott and it's, you know, and it could be comedies and it could be um, dramas or, or whatnot. That that didn't matter. And I will tell you all now, and I don't want this to sway your vote or anything, uh, but Michael Scott emerged victoriously in that tournament. The office is on fire. Years it is off the air. Yeah, out of control. <laughs> it is. It's 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 crazy. Um, but so Steve Carell, who plays Michael Scott, he's still on the board. He is the lowest ranked guy or gal out there. Uh, he's the 14 seed. He took out Jeff Bridges last week, um, and I think we saw this coming. We did, yeah. You know, based on the popularity and everything, because I mean. You, you look at, like, half of the memes are, that are out there are about the coronavirus is something to do with The Office. It's either Michael <laughs> Scott, it's Jim, you know, talking about, you know, differences between now and then. Uh, but it, it, it's a ton of Office stuff. And, again, for, like, for me, uh, Office is fresh in my mind because I'm really just, um, just, watch, just watching it now. So Steve Carell took out Jeff Bridges. Um, and then here, and then of course, the big thing here that we've been talking about is Robert Downey Jr. Uh, handily beating Robert De Niro, which yeah. was a was a shame. <laughs> look, look, look what I have hanging up in my house. Ah, it's Thunder Mifflin. Uh, right yeah, that's Pam's drawing of Thunder Mifflin. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. It's everywhere. I, I have a Michael Scott prison mic. Pez dispenser. It's everywhere. <laughs> I got a prison mic uh, mug, coffee mug. Oh, and wait, I got wait. a couple of bobbleheads over there. Where's the pillowcase? I bought Sam. I bought my wife for, for Christmas a glittery, glowing purple prison mic pillow cup, pillowcase. <laughs> That's what I have in my house right now. <laughs> oh, that is great. It's on fire, man. I don't, I, it's amazing. Yep. All right. So here we go. Battle of popularity here. Steve Carell and Robert De Niro. Iron Man well, against Michael well, Scott. <laughs> did we are we skipping over Tom Hanks and Christian Bale? Did I skip them? I'm sorry. My apologies. I, 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 yeah, I was reading some mind, of the comments. His, his I mean it's Tom Hanks. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> My bad. Alright, let's go we'll go back to Tom Tom Hanks and Christian Christian Bale. Oh boy. Okay, these two are some of the best actors working today, but I think Steve's bias is also what's going to show up in the polls. Um, Christian Bale's great. Everything he does is magnificent. You kind of forget how great he is. No one forgets how great Tom Hanks is, and he's one of the most beloved people in history. The, the coronavirus stress didn't get real until Tom Hanks got the virus, and that should say something. Um, Nobody cared about basketball shutting down. No, until no, twenty minutes later, we heard about Tom Hanks, and we're like, <gasps> "Tom!" <laughs> like we we can't lose we can't lose Tom. That was that was exactly what it was. Not Tom. Yes. Take, take anyone but Tom. <laughs> so, take the NBA, not Tom. <laughs> I think this is gonna be easy for a lot of people. You're gonna see Tom Hanks move on. Uh, you're gonna see people like Bert uh, move on, Christian Bale, <laughs> because they love their deep <laughs> Batman. Uh, but I think Tom Hanks easily moves on. Yeah, I agree. Hockey pads. Uh, Dan Dan says I could easily name twenty movies better than the best uh, Downey Jr. movie slash performance, which is Chaplin. Well, um, I mean, I easily I easily could too because he there are twenty movies better than Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and I don't know what he's trying to say here. <laughs> <clears throat> is it twenty movies overall? Is uh, he's also never seen an episode of The Office? Hey, look at that. There it is. <laughs> that is awesome. Say bye, my wife. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, Dan says, I won't vote for either Downey or Carell. He's he's letting this one go over uh, under protest. Then don't complain. Uh, okay. The guy loses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, 
It's it's Robert De Niro. His time's done. Did you see Dirty Grandpa? I mean, please. And then he called me up for the hour. Come on now. This don't 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 do not <laughs> couple the Irishman with Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. I mean, gosh, yeah. this guy. You know, people are just tired of the old Italians. I think that's what it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me I mean, let me get some. Let me let me go. I'm gonna go into a, a, Tim. Invite the entire Sopranos group that you're <laughs> that that we're in into the Cine Sports Talk. <laughs> Put it on yeah, the poll. Are people tired of old Italians? <laughs> Put it on the poll. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is our this is our most talked about matchup. Then I guess Steve Carell and Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I mean, you got The Office versus Iron Man. That's what it is. Look, uh, Carell is taking out the three seed, the six seed. And he's going to take out the seven seed this week. You um, think? Carell? You think? You think he's going to beat uh, Downey? I don't I, know. It's, it, it's it's a cult. It's a cult following. <laughs> it is without a doubt, and the best cult that you could ever imagine. Uh, that's the following right now, um, guys. Iron Man's dead. Move it on. Spoiler, <laughs> wait, 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 spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Steve's gonna post a picture of Doolittle in the in the chat. <laughs> yes. yes, remember that Doolittle. Um, but you know, after after that, you know, he's gonna lose to Hanks. And uh, what what you know. What what better man to lose to than Tom Hanks? Uh, Dan Dan says uh, I love Seinfeld, uh, and The Irishman is a great film. Three exclamation points! It is though. <laughs> I still haven't finished it yet. You really? <laughs> I never, I never I, went back. I don't know why. I watched it over um, over Thanksgiving vacation, and I, and I watched them at like. Um, I did half and half. Did uh, about two o'clock in the morning. I did an hour and a half, uh, and then I did the rest the next day. Um, <laughs> it's tough, man. It's a tough movie to get into. Just remember when people were first seeing it and saying how much of a masterpiece this thing was, and that it was going to win all the Oscars, and that it was easily a lock, and then it goes home with zero Oscars. <coughs> Scott Peterson. Uh, <laughs> something in my throat there. <laughs> Uh, Dan says Sopranos is a great TV show, way better than The Office. <clears throat> I mean, it's it, it's it's way di- it's way different. Comparison. Yeah, uh, it's apples and oranges. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, wait, 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 wait! Didn't Dan just say he's never seen an episode of The Office? It's in the right, chat so, right here. <laughs> right. So he's never seen an episode. He's he's one of those guys that uh, will tear something down without having seen it. The 80s and 70s comedies are, are way better than the comedies of the last two decades. Dan, get out of here. But you couldn't. <laughs> get out of here. This is ridiculous. Look at all those laugh track boring shows. I mean, give me. Wait, a- whoa, whoa. Easy with the laugh track. But, but I, I mean, that it's an interesting conversation to have because if you think back in the 70s where it, you know some of the shows that are out there, you just can't. You would never be able to air an episode of that now. The th- think of um, all in the family. Uh, that you know in the seventies uh, when they re- when they did the live episode last year or the year before that, and and they tried the same. Jimmy Kimmel has two of them now. There's been two all in the family reunions. Oh, it's two. I, I they did one and then they did the Jeffersons also. Oh, that um, might. Be good. Yeah. So, but they did good times. They did good times also. Good times also. Two um, the, good times in the Jeffersons they've done. Oh, they did too. Uh, okay, I, I I didn't see the second one, but I pointed out to my wife. I I said I I rewound it. I said, listen to some of the groans in the crowd. This is the same type of joke that they would have done. Uh, you know, um, scaled back a little bit. You know, when when the show was on, and it was like there was some laughter, but there was also some groans. Like, oh, you're really making fun of that. You know, laugh, people. It's funny. Um, I mean, you see, you see what Dan's saying. When was the last time you heard anyone talk about Sanford and Son? I mean, give me a break here. It, it, look at the comedies <clears> of <throat> these past three decades. You got Friends, How I Met Your Mother, The Office, Parks and Rec, Modern Family, The Good Place, um, Blackish, like all these great comedies. Community. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? Are you missing one? <laughs> what am I missing? Seinfeld. Veep. Yes, absolutely. Veep. <laughs> Was great. I mean, uh, when was the last time someone talked about Stanford and Son or the Jefferson? Come on. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, 
also thinks the honeymooners is the greatest comedy ever on TV. And I, watch it. <laughs> I love the honeymooners. But uh, I, yeah, Ky- I know what you're saying. Kyle, have you seen an episode of the honeymooners? No. That's a shame. Yeah, check it out. I mean, I mean uh, t- you know, Kyle, to your credit, like uh, some of your top ten list, which I'll I'll get that last one up uh, today. Um, but some of your top ten list has movies have movies from the fifties and, and and the sixties and, and whatnot. So I definitely give try and find some honeymooners. Uh, Tim, where can you find honeymooners? I know the lost episodes well, are on, on. They're on. They're still on TV up here on Saturdays and Sundays uh, on P on um, Channel Eleven. Um, I don't 11. know about down there. I got the Blu-ray. So, I got the box set of all the classic oh, episodes. Man. So. Still one it's of my so, it's so good. It's one of the rare shows where you can watch and I still laugh. I know yeah. what's coming. I, I got them all memorized and I still laugh. Right. Yep. Uh, Dan, did you just... Uh, he said all garbage. I'm not sure if he's talking about the entire list that you just ran down. I mean, of the but, greatest comedies, that uh, these Hall of Fame comedies. Come on. Last couple decades. All right. Uh, let's get back to the uh, Sweet 16 here. Um, so the second. Uh, so uh, both... well, did, we, did we vote for Steve Crowbar? You guys are going with Carell, aren't you? Yep. Carell and who again? I'm, I'm already Downey lost. Jr. No, I'm going Downey Jr. Even though I know Carell's going to win, I'm still going Downey Jr. I'm going to go Downey also. Carell is doing some great dramatic work right now, too, in addition to his comedic work. Yes. I think Downey's just one of the most iconic figures of this past generation, and I'm going to vote for him. I would love to see Tom Hanks versus Robert Downey Jr. in the Elite Eight. I think that'd be a great matchup. (laughs) Look at that. Uh, (laughs) Did you guys see the challenge? Uh, the, um, The shirt... I don't know what you want to call it the the, the uh, handstand T-shirt challenge. Yeah, I saw that. That was great. That Tom. So uh, you saw um, what's his name response to it? He's like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no. He's like looking at <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, I was stink face. Oh, Jillian Hall. Yeah, Jillian Hall did it. Really good. They're really quick. Yeah. I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> and then my, here I'm watching it with my son, and my son's like, "You try it." I was like, "You want me to die?" Uh, <laughs> all right uh so if we were to yeah. re-rank uh that quadrant we got tom hanks christian bale steve carell and robert downey jr that's a tough one to re-rank kyle i'm gonna i'm gonna put the onus on you i mean i, I think they're kind of ranked in the right order tom hanks one christian bale two downey three steve carell four that's how i'd go Yeah, um, I guess I, I can't. I given the way I I said that I was gonna vote, I kind of have to go Hanks, Carell, Downey, Bale. Wow. I, but I I can't I can't be that guy. I can't be that guy that says I'm gonna vote for Steve Carell and then rank the others ahead of him. <laughs> no, that's a that's a Dan Skip Allen move. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> All right, let's move to the uh, other, the final quadrant in the Sweet 16 that's going to be coming up. Uh, the third and final of the one seeds uh, in either bracket, and that's uh, Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio, who took out uh, Adam Driver uh, and Harrison Ford on the way uh, to this matchup. And then you got a five seed in Samuel L. Jackson, who has taken out Gary Oldman. And no, no, no. no, he took. No, out, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're uh, right. Uh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. And the the incredible, weird, crazy, jumping up and down, action movie loving Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise out. Sam Jackson has taken out the heavy hitters so far in this tournament. I mean, Bradley I, Cooper and Tom Cruise back to back. Yeah, I was disappointed by that, to be honest. Nothing against Sam Jackson, of course. But Sam Jackson is that guy where other than Django and Star Wars, he's always Sam Jackson. And then not many guys can pull that off. That's actually a a compliment because you look at, like, John Wayne, James Cagney. They're always John Wayne and James Cagney. (laughs) a different movie. But they pull it off. And that's the same way I think Samuel L. Jackson is. 
said except for Django and, and Star Wars, which he sucked in Star Wars. <laughs> but well, Sam Jai, he's pulling out his pulling out all the stops. He's doing a, a reading of Stay the F Home in hopes to <laughs> to try to overtake Leo. On this. <clears throat> um, I, I I mean. I love Samuel Jackson, uh, but I just I can't see him pulling this one out. If I mean, it would be a major upset if if this were to happen. I'm 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 clearly going Leonardo DiCaprio. I have fully forgiven him for the beach, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm going Leo here. Uh, clearly, I I I think this is gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be a landslide. But this CST army has surprised me. <laughs> Listen, I I really love Sam Jackson, and I think DiCaprio is the better actor. I think DiCaprio is probably going to move on, but I'm going to vote for Samuel Jackson here. Uh, I I think Sam Jackson might be more beloved than DiCaprio, honestly, because Sam Jackson he's always reliable. He's the one guy everyone turns to when they need the F word dropped, uh, and he clearly proved it with Stay at Home. And uh, Nick Fury's <laughs> everywhere. You see Nick Fury everywhere. You see uh, Pulp Fiction, uh, his uh, Jules and Pulp Fiction. That's an iconic character. He has so many iconic characters. So I, I love Sam Jackson. I'm going to give him the sympathy vote. <laughs> He's at a great <laughs> if, if he beats DiCaprio, though, and he goes Bradley Cooper, Tom Cruise, Leonardo DiCaprio, one, two, three, and oh. that's going to be one of the best runs we've ever seen. <laughs> that, then, then you got to put the odds. You got to give him the odds on favorite to, to at least make it to the you know uh, finals, uh, like like you were saying. But he's not. He can't beat Tom Hanks. Just can't do it. <laughs> uh, Tom, uh, Dan says Tom should have beat Sam at uh, Sam Jackson, and just because he's in a thousand movies doesn't mean he's any good at it. Wow. Dan's just like, firing takes out. Here. Any good? Come on, man. Come on, Dan. Gosh. Tom Cruise right. looks like Tom Cruise is miles better than Samuel Jackson. Come on, <laughs> come on! He's just doing all these action movies now. Like something about everybody. Tom Cruise got the voodoo. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise, five foot six, biggest action star. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, let, let's uh, let's get to the final uh, matchup of the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, and it is going to be uh, Brad Pitt. This is the big who, one right here. This is this is massive. This is a this is a this is a big boy match. Um, no, this is one of those you know main events uh, that are. It's not for the title, uh, but it, it's you know it's it's like uh, Rock Hogan, not for the title, but yeah, main event main event worthy. Uh, so Brad Pitt took out uh, Anthony Anthony Hopkins here, um, and then previously Mark Ruffalo, uh, and he's a three seed. And Denzel just took out uh, Matt Damon, and before yeah. that uh, Chris Hemsworth. So Brad Pitt versus Denzel Washington in the matchup of the men's side in the Sweet 16. So you talk about Margot Robbie and Scarlett Johansson on the women's side. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt and Denzel, a two and a three seed, going at it uh, for the Sweet 16. This, this is a heavyweight matchup right here. I love this. I love that it came down to this. This was the one bracket, one side of the bracket, where it went almost chalk. We have one, two, three, and then Sam Jackson barely beating Tom Cruise for five. But... Brad Pitt, Denzel, man. Uh, I mean, who do you go with here? They're both amazing actors in their own right. Um, Denzel, obviously iconic. And then Brad Pitt is one of the faces of when you think of fame. It's Brad Pitt. So I really don't know where to go here. Yeah, and and Brad Pitt's coming off this performance in uh, Once Upon a Time uh, in Hollywood. Uh, You know, he he wins. I'm going Denzel. <laughs> I was going to ask you because, you know, Tim's still not gotten to that second uh, second viewing. Uh, no, I haven't got to the second. I, I, watched, I, I finally watched uh, Bad Time to the Old Royale, and I loved it. I loved it. Oh, great. Great great flick. Great movie. Great movie. <clears throat> uh, Dan says he's going to go with Denzel, uh, so I'll go with Brad Pitt. No, I'm not <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you, you look at the body of work. Um you know, even you know Denzel, one of my favorite movies, Training Day, um, and he's done such great work uh, since then. You can you can talk about the quality of the movies itself, um, but Denzel is always Denzel. 
you know, Denzel's always going to be you, you in kind of like in the same way as Margot Robbie, uh, where Margot Robbie is the shining star in no matter what movie she's in. Denzel will pull out the perform the performance. He's never mailed it in. Um, uh, so I'm, I, and of course Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt. Uh, back in the day, I didn't, I wasn't a big Brad Pitt fan. Maybe a little bit of jealousy, um, but I'm going Denzel on this one. Okay. Um, see, to me, to me, I, the last Denzel movie I remember that came out was The Equalizer 2. And that's a bad movie. That's a movie where you get introduced to the character three times at the beginning of the film. That's why I prefaced it by saying no matter the quality of the movie. <laughs> no, no, no matter the quality. And the last thing I saw Brad Pitt in was Once Upon a Time, even though Ad Astra was also out. I saw that one too. Um, Fight Club is one of my favorite movies. I think Brad. I think Brad. I wrote an article for the site. Uh, one of my hot takes was I think Brad Pitt's the most underrated actor working, and it's because his level of fame has almost overshadowed just how great of an actor he actually is. If you, you kind of forget because you just see him in the in the public headlines all the time at the magazine stands when you're going out the grocery store, all you see is his face, and you forget just how great of an actor he actually is. You look at Fight Club, you look at Seven, you look at even something like 12 Monkeys, which is not that good of a movie, but he's the one thing you remember from him. He's excellent. Um, and then recently, he's kind of redefined his career with roles like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or uh, working with Fincher again with Benjamin Button and the, with, uh, what's his name, Terrence Malick and The Tree of Life. Like, this guy's just constantly looking to better himself. And... I, I'm leaning towards Brad Pitt here, but this is the closest matchup we've had. Yes, yeah, for sure. So in in a reseed here, um, <clears throat> yeah, for for me, it's it's as is. Uh, Leo one, Denzel two, Brad Pitt three, Samuel Jackson four. Um, but sounds to me, Kyle, like you want to reshuffle this a little bit. No. I, I actually I'm I'm good with it. I'm really happy how this one kind of turned out. Uh, so you're still Dan gonna call Denzel a two, but you're gonna vote for what do you say? <laughs> Look at that. Brad has passed his prime. Look at this. Did, Dan, did you not like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I thought you did. I mean, he he just won an award for you know. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I was. <laughs> It's like, I don't it's get like it. Jordan winning a championship and then saying, ah, he's past his prime. I mean, geez. Listen, we it's don't mention like Michael Max Jordan on, on this network. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wants yes, to know I've if you've seen, seen Flight. Flight. Yes, I've seen Flight. I saw it when it came out. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah I mean, we're talking about Kyle. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, of course, it's all Flight. Was that rated R? Were you able to actually go see that movie at the time? Yes. Then, <laughs> Dan, did you see the Equalizer too? Come on. <laughs> did it work? All right. It keeps going year after year. What did he put out last year? We didn't put out anything last year. And Dan's sinking himself here. And then, no. Oh, he didn't. No, you haven't. Yeah, you should def definitely see it. I mean, you got nothing else to do right now. Go, go. You know, start watching. Start, just start watching. Just throw you know, throw some Denzel on there. <laughs> but finish off with Training Day, so you get the the taste of uh, Equalizer Two out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see Training Day. He got the Oscar for that, but I thought he was much better in a lot of other movies. Malcolm X. He should have won. Yeah, Malcolm I, X. I thought, I thought Training Day was kind of like, a, uh, like a, okay, we better get this guy an Oscar before people start rioting kind of thing. Don't get me wrong, he was fantastic. Could have been. But I, it's, to me, I was like, I'd I'd pick him in a bunch of other movies to win an Oscar other than that one, but, you know, that's just me, I guess. I don't know. I think, Kyle, you guys talked about it on, on the, the uh, Streaming Wars show the other night about, um, uh, who, who was it that you were talking about? Oh, it was Leo. Uh, what he should have actually won yeah. the Oscar for. And you, we could have uh, named so many other things besides Revenant, like you know, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street and Django and Django. Yeah, Django for sure. Well, definitely, he should have won for that one. He got he didn't screwed get on nominated for Django. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Dan mentions Fences two years ago. Yeah, he's Viola Davis is great in that. What? <laughs> 
that's the I mean, that's another one where you know she she cries and it's just like the floodgates open up from her from her nose. <laughs> I love her. I'm voting for her, but <laughs> control it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, so that, that's it. That's our sweet sixteen. Uh, so. These are going to get started tomorrow, uh, as Kyle said um, earlier on. So we're going to do uh, – you want to recap again how this is going to go uh, for this week, uh, Kyle? Yeah, so I'll tell you right now. The matchups tomorrow on Monday, the matchups you're going to be getting are Tom Hanks versus Christian Bale, Steve Carell versus Robert Downey Jr., Meryl Streep versus Natalie Portman, and Viola Davis on San- versus Sandra Bullock. Those are all tomorrow. Those are the matchups you're getting. On Tuesday, you're getting DiCaprio versus Samuel Jackson, Brad Pitt versus Denzel Washington, Anne Hathaway versus Emily Blunt, and Margot Robbie versus Scarlett Johansson. So Tuesday is really your heavyweight day. Um, but make sure that – this is the one thing that's bothering me when I look at our polls. All our polls have different vote totals. Yeah. So people, please vote for every single poll. You don't just say, oh, I know that person, or don't skip over one like Dan Skip Allen – because he's a protesting one, okay? <laughs> well, you know what I think? I, I think there's a potential, you know, uh, you know, Facebook is always screwing stuff up. Um, so I, I, I think, like, my, my wife was, I, I said, make sure you vote in, in this last one. I don't remember what it was, but she's like, I didn't see that one. And she was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And so that, that's why I started putting them in the announcements. So if you, if you refresh the group, uh, those, the matchups for the day are going to be the very first four things that you see. Uh, the, or or however uh, you know many number of matchups there are that that'll be the first thing that you see in there. So if you just go through the announcements, that's when you'll be able to see all the different matchups uh, for that day. Um, so that being said, do you do you want to do um, do you want to do the first? So that set on Monday, that set on Tuesday. You want to take a break on Wednesday, have a show. We'll recap um, and then go with the next set Thursday and Friday. Uh, yeah, we can do Up that. To you. We can take a day off in between. I'll put it on your spot. And get right back to it on Thursday and Friday. And, yeah, and I'll, then, I'll pull double duty huh? on Wednesday. I'll do the. I'll do put it in the books and uh, and this one, uh, so we can recap. Okay, what day do you guys want to hold the championship game? Like, I'm trying to think, it would be the most prime time day when everyone's tuning in to hold the championship. We have to do our final fours on the same day, and then our championship on another day. So, so yeah, we couldn't do it live. It we have to figure to out. Sit here live and watch the the clicker. Oh right, yes. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> and the winner is. We'll get both of them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. There's no um. There's no no issues with getting a couple of the CST Army members, some of the fans, to join uh, and state their case before the championship. So we could think about that also. We can do that uh, but, before the final four. I think that'd be fun. So everyone yeah. kind of go in with their guys that they're rooting for. Yeah, you guys know all. You know we're very fluid here. Uh, things things uh, evolve as the hours and the minutes uh, pass. Um, Dan says I was right about something, but I, I'm not really sure uh, what what I was right about. <clears throat> um, oh, he hasn't seen all the posts, so he missed some of the voting on on the polls. All right, uh, so I think that'll do it uh, for this our fifth episode of Shit and Shit. Uh, this time we just covered all the Sweet 16. Uh, we moved from the uh, round 32 to the Sweet 16. Uh, and then the next time we talk will be Wednesday, and we'll talk through uh, how Tom Hanks won and how Steve Carell won. Uh, <laughs> we'll be talking Dan about that Margot Robbie-Emily Blunt matchup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Margot Robbie-Emily Blunt. That, that, that could be it, too, You know, for a little foreshadowing there. Uh, Kyle trying to whip up the votes on the Senate floor. Make it uh, happen. <laughs> you, you know, we, we log into Kyle's account and we see all these messages to all the members of the CST Army. Vote this, vote that, vote that. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it as soon as as soon as uh, coronavirus is over. You vote my way. I'll take you as a guest to my to the screenings that I go to. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, anything else that you guys want to discuss as we head out here? Timmy. No, I'm sorry. Everyone said stay safe. Uh, that's all you can do, man. That's all we can do. Keep watching. Keep giving us, you know, love and likes, and we'll keep giving you good stuff. That's it. Kyle. 
yeah, a lot of people have been watching these, and I'm really appreciative of it. I'm glad you guys are taking time to hear us recap tournaments and talk about whatever it is, streaming stuff, wrestling, baseball, all this stuff. So I'm glad we can keep you guys entertained. and Give us I some ideas for new stuff, stuff, too. Let us yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, we're, we're you know we're always down to talk about anything. Uh, there's not not much that we won't talk about. Um, so hit us up. Keep watching. Stay safe. Stay indoors. Um, even if and I don't even know what side of the political spectrum he is off the top of my head. But even if the governor of Georgia reopens all the beaches, don't go to the beaches. Don't do it. Just you know. Stay home. This is how this thing is gonna. This this is how this thing is gonna end. Get the curve. Flatten it. Flatten it out. Flatten it out like uh, like uh, Meryl Streep's career. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it for us this time. We appreciate you watching, and uh, we'll talk to you guys on. Um, maybe we'll do another shoot the shit tomorrow about some other shit that's going on. Later. Yeah. Later.